Hello everyone, welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit For All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss, and we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share, so let's do this. Hello everyone and official Happy New Year's from uh, me and my wife and my family to you, your partners and your family. Uh, super pumped to do this uh, podcast. I am doing it a little bit early. I know it's going to be coming out uh, probably slightly after the new year. Uh, however, I'm doing this on my birthday because I have so much to be grateful for and I'm thinking to myself, why not do a podcast to express how grateful I am and really to talk about my plans for the new year, how things are going to be different for me and really how I can encourage them to be different for you. So this podcast isn't going to cover any traditional topic. It's really just going to be going through what has changed in my life over the span of this year um, and really what I am aiming for, because I think as a coach, a lot of people get to this point where they think that everything that I do as a coach is perfect and it's always right all the time and that I don't make any mistakes and that I don't have any regrets or any challenges in my life. Uh, and that is simply not true. So let's just dive right into this and I'll explain uh, why I want to do this podcast here. So uh, I officially turned 31 years old today. That's right. The big three one. Uh, I definitely feel 31. Uh, I say that as a joke because I actually feel really, really good. Uh, and uh, I recently also shaved my face, which people are now looking at me and they're like, you look younger than before. And I'm like, that's it. I'm aging in reverse, I suppose. So I'm officially 31 years old. And I look back at this year and I'm like, wow, I have accomplished so much this year, even though in my eyes, I feel like I'm moving at a snail's pace. So in terms of what I've accomplished for this year, uh, me and Lorna picked up a uh, house, our very, very first home together in uh, early February. We have been in this house now for pretty much almost an entire year. It's, uh, it's been uh, 10 months and it has been such a lovely 10 months because during this time, we've really been able to make this house a home. Um, and it's very, very difficult to do that. I know that a lot of people think that making a house a home is just a matter of filling it with all of your random crap and making your bed every single day. But we were able to this year, we just hosted our very first Christmas here with my family and her immediate family. Uh, we've already had multiple friends over for dinners. Uh, but most importantly, it's really the day-to-day -day small little emotional breakthroughs that me and Lorna have together as a couple that really define my space here in, in being a home. And I am truly blessed because a lot of people don't have a beautiful space like this. And I'm not saying this to, to toot my own horn. I'm sure people have bigger houses. But really for us, it's not about the size of our place, but really everything that we've been able to accomplish in it and the people that we've been able to have. So number one is, is our house. And I'm very, very grateful for that. 
The second thing that's really happened this year is our, uh, our big pivot from our coaching business. So our coaching business used to have a physical space and I made the decision before COVID uh, to move everything fully online. And uh, as of this year, we were a hundred percent virtual on both Lorna's side and my side of the business. And that was really exciting to me um, really for two reasons. I think it killed who the old Andrew was once and for all, which is a good thing. Um, and by kill, I mean my ego. Um, and moving virtually really showed me that I could have a business that I was happy with every single day without having to have this period of feelings of judgment, this feeling of not being good enough. And it's been good. I say good and I don't say great because I don't like to jinx things. Um, when I had a studio location and I was coaching people, it is something that I am kind of, you know, a little bit disappointed to say, but when I look back on my life, I was the furthest from healthy than I'd ever been for a really long time having that, that facility. Um, I worked on godly hours. I was there till like 1130 at night, every night. I had to wake up for four to then drive for a client at five. You know, I was, you know, eating at Tim Hortons probably three or four times a week, just as lunches because you're really on the go. And I look at that life and I look at why I started my business and it was the exact opposite of what I wanted. And yet somehow I thought that that was the only way that I could do my business right. And that was a really, really big change for me because when you build something, you have this tie to it where even if it doesn't work the way you wanted, it's still like your baby. And I didn't want to change from the studio to online, not because the online was going to be any worse for our clients or because we were going to make less money or change less lives, but really because my ego was telling me, Hey, you built this thing at a studio and now you're going to have to say goodbye to it. And that old Andrew was really hard to kill. Um, and over the two years of COVID while we were transitioning and battling through lease agreements and doing all this stuff, I really didn't get a chance to put Andrew down. Um, and by that, I mean to, to really sit down, look at the old Andrew and say, Hey, you served me to a point at this point, I think it's best we part ways. And, and it's time for me to become somebody new and somebody different this year, the year of 2022, I finally got to do that. I was finally able to step into who I really am. I was able to start new hobbies. I was able to build a business that for once I actually fully enjoy that fills my cup as well as allows me to change people's lives. Um, there is differences to the studio and to the way that I do business now, for sure. Like last year, we helped close to 2,400 people. Uh, and this year online, we were at 214 people. So I am working with less people. However, I now have the capacity and the ability to work one-on-one -on -one with these people and in you know, our group coaching program to really get to know who they are instead of just 
training people in these half an hour workout sessions and then them going about their day and I don't know whether or not they're struggling. So I, it's different because I have less interaction with people physically, but I have more interaction with people mentally and emotionally. And that I truly believe is what coaching needs to be. Um, that's because there's a huge, huge divide in just working out and eating healthy and actually being support for someone to be able to confide in, to get answers from, and to really figure out your next step. So for me, a part of that transition from the studio had to be me killing my ego. And I say killing it because it really was quite destructive. Um, as someone who was very positive, I was either incredibly positive or I was super incredibly negative and pessimistic. Um, and that was always directed at myself. So this entire year, I spent time actually not really building our business, but really focusing on what are the things that Andrew wants to do every single day? How do I want my work day to look like? How do I want my life to be like, especially with this new home? And what does success look like to me through that process? Um, to me, I was never the human being who could work 16 hours a day. As a construction worker, you do those things, you know, previous construction workers, you do those things because you're told to and you have to, but I never, ever believed in that. And I wanted to build a lifestyle for me in this year with out my ego, being able to just put in six hours, seven hours tops a day if I wanted to, and be able to enjoy my time while doing it. Part of the reason why I started this, this lovely podcast. So um, with that came, how am I going to spend the remainder of that time? And I feel like a lot of people, especially a lot of business owners or a lot of moms and dads who, who have kids, when they start taking back time for themselves and that time is empty, if you don't fill it with the right things or if you don't leave it for yourself, you just end up doing more work and then you're not enjoying your life. So I did a couple of different things. Um, I focused a lot on painting this year, uh, painting canvas, painting miniatures. I love painting miniatures now. Uh, I'm a big geek for those of you who don't know. So I am uh, I am into something called Warhammer, but uh, these miniatures have, have made up at least, you know, five to six hours uh, in my week. Uh, besides that, I have also decided, which, you know, Lorna was so kind to getting me some lessons of learning a language. So I'm going to be doing my very first lesson in Japanese actually starting next week, which is really exciting. Um, for me, it's about filling this time. So I want to fill the time with stuff that really lights me up. So then when I go to coach people, I can actually truly say, I have balance. I have boundaries. I have life outside of just exercising, eating right, and doing all these right things. Um, it wasn't easy, I think, through this entire year, especially coming out of COVID as a downturn. There were a lot of opportunities where my ego was like, let's just do what worked before, and let's just go back to doing the way that we did things, um, because it's really easy to do that. I think when someone gets to a point where maybe they haven't quite figured out who they are by themselves, 
who they are minus their business, who they are minus their family, who they are minus their partner. If you don't have a clear idea of who you are, which I didn't, um, you can revert back really, really easily. So besides doing those things, the painting, trying to learn new languages, trying to do uh, different hobbies, um, I also joined a men's group. Uh, and this men's group, we talk a lot about, you know, emotional security, understanding your own emotions. I've never really done um, any type of support like this before. Um, and it's not really a coaching group. It's really just, you know, us speaking openly about how we feel. And that has really shaped now who this new refined Andrew is to the point where I am now starting to have new goals that are not just related to my business, but are related to the entire way that I look at life. How do I want to spend time with my family in the future? What does our future look like? For me and Lorna, we've determined that it's a lot of travel, which is what I want to set for, for this year. Um, and also talking about with Lorna, really what the transition into a next step besides coaching is. And I say that, and it's something that's really exciting to me, but I, I feel nervous when I say this. Um, I'm not the type of person who can just speak to one human being. It's why I love our group coaching. It's why I love doing seminars. And it's getting to a point now where I want to spread this message. I want to spread this mission. I want to talk about health on a grander scale. So now me and Lorna are looking at what is talking to 200 people look like? What is talking to 500 people look like? How can we get in front of companies, uh, not for money, but really to spread a message and for us to be able to really show people what realistic health and healthy living looks like? Because there's a difference between being fit and being healthy. And a lot of people with social media, with magazines, are getting confused and convoluted with that. And I want to separate that. I want to be the person who can show someone this is what health really is. Health is happiness. Health is energy. Health is vitality. Something that you can truly wake up every day and say, wow, I feel great. You know, and it's easy for me to say I feel great at, at 31. Uh, people are like, wait till you're 60, wait till you're 70. But I really think that health and vitality can be found at any age, at any level, at any circumstance. You just have to actively know what you're working towards. So there was the house. There was kind of all of that that I decided to take on for ourselves. Um, and another thing that we decided to look um, through, which I've been looking very hard this year, and we haven't found it yet, um, was really an investment property for us. Um, I don't talk a lot about investments because I'm not specialized in that. We have people and, and friends that, you know, help us with that. But for me, I also understand in terms of what the future holds, I need to have something more than just one stream of income. And right now, coaching is solely the way that we, we bring money in and we bring happiness into our life. So 
Um, we also decided on finding a rental property because a rental property is something that we can pass on to our other generations to really help them um, in this kind of break free from this never ending cycle that people tend to find themselves, which is like they have to work for somebody, they have to work 40 hours a week. Uh, me and Lorna, we were fortunate. I don't say we got lucky because I don't believe in luck. We were fortunate to be able to have and develop skills to nurture our own path and for us to be able to build a business. But there are truly some people who don't have those opportunities. You can make opportunities if you want to, but there are some people truly life has things significantly out of reach for them. And I don't want that to ever be an issue for our children, which is why we want to do this rental property thing. Um, I've never experienced the level of struggle I've had ever to find this place, learn the rules on what's involved in a rental. You know, I got to experience more than 30 homes of how people live in rentals. Um, and that also was a very important part of my growth as well, too. You don't know how blessed you are until you walk into someone's home that they're, that they don't even own. And there's mold covering the walls. It's, it's literally the filthiest thing. They don't have any furniture and you look at that and you go, holy shit, I have a lot more than I think I have. And through searching for this rental property kind of helped me alongside this men's group and alongside finding myself really refine what my values are and refine what I want for our businesses and for our life moving forward. You know, I truly believe that I deserve to live a life free of restriction. That is one of my values. I want to be free from restriction of health issues, free from restriction of money issues, free from restriction of relationship challenges. Um, I, I want to live a, a struggle-free life. Yes, there's going to be challenges. I know this. I'm not dumb. I, I encounter them all the time. But challenges come up, you address them. But the, the real day-to-day -day struggle that some people go through, I genuinely believe that, that we can live free from that. Um, but looking at these, these people's homes and seeing the way that they live has allowed me to take a look and be like, wow, I have come so far in just the span of one year, the complete change of my business, the complete change of my mindset, the altering of my routine, the, you know, stepping into a new home stepping into a new role as a husband. I spent an entire year this year as basically a husband for the very first time. Uh, and that was, you know, we'll go into that a little bit uh, in a second, but stepping into a new role as a husband and, and really trying to now step into a new role as a, as a leader for other people outside this podcast. Um, when I saw the, the situations that these people lived in, I knew that even as someone who wants a rental property for their own financial advantage to set up their families in the future, I knew that I could also help people living under my roof be able to live in a safe, 
healthy and happy environment in a way where they could grow their lives to eventually own their own home. Uh, and that's why we're looking for it. I'm really excited to say as, uh, as of this podcast, which happens to be on my birthday, the 29th, um, we are going to be putting in an offer for, for a, a rental. I don't know if it'll be accepted or not. And, you know, if, if it is great, if not, that's okay. We'll continue to look, but that is our goal with, with that. So I've been dealing with that through, through this new year as well. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll add in or, or I guess go back to touching into being a partner or a husband for the first time. You know, I think when someone gets married, you spend the first four weeks and you're like, Oh my God, this is so great. And then afterwards you're like, okay, now I'm full-time living with this person. Now we have real expenses. There's real challenges on the table. There's real schedules. There's things that you need to overcome. And this is where through this year, I have worked a lot on my communication. As someone who coaches, you would think, Andrew, your communication would be spot on. Communicating as a coach is different than talking to your partner. Because it's not my job to coach my partner and I'm not coaching her and she's not coaching me. I've never really known how to communicate besides just be super direct. I find being direct ends up getting people the truth in a way where they're like, Hey, I understand it. And it might be hard, but I get it. Um, but the directness that you approach life or that you approach a conversation, you also have to remember, or at least I discovered that your partner, someone you care about is on the other side of that directness. Um, so just like I had to understand how to convey things better, I also had to learn what someone needs and what someone is asking for if they can't convey it themselves. And that's another big part that I learned this year is just because someone says they need something doesn't mean that they need that. They might need something else. And I'm so blessed to say that, you know, me and my partner, Lorna, we've, we've had incredible challenges, not just business wise in our own health in our, in our own life and our routine. But through this, each challenge brings us closer together. And it's never ever once crossed my mind that, Oh, this is driving a little bit of a wedge between us. And I forget who said this to me. It may even be a, some important person. I don't know. Um, somebody had mentioned that, that um, oh, it's one of the gentlemen from the, uh, the men's group uh, had mentioned that in a relationship, if you continue to not address things and just sweep it under the rug, that these things stack up like bricks. And then 10 years later, you find it's impossible to talk to your partner because you have a wall of unaddressed shit between you and the person you care about. Uh, I really took that to heart. So I'm trying my best to address everything as it comes up and to really make sure that we have our communication open and it has worked really well so far. <laughs> We're still married. We're here. Uh, but most importantly, I think we understand each other better. Um, and that allows us to really be on each other's team and by each other's side not just like, hey, you do you, I'm going to do me type of thing. So when I talk about all of these things, 
I talk about them now and people are going to look at that and say, wow, that's a lot. That is completely a lot. And it's funny because I looked through this year and I was thinking to myself, wow, I've done fucking nothing this year. And that goes to show you the mindset or the lifestyle that is conditioned by social media, by other people, by family members' expectations, or by looking at your next door neighbor saying they have more than I have. And for a really long time, I followed along people on social media who were like, you're not making $2 million, you're an idiot. You're not making $5 million, I'm making $100 million a month. Or you don't have a house with 18 bedrooms. And I used to define my success and my happiness by that. And I realized that that's not what I need and that's not what I'm looking for. And they also don't have the same circumstances or life that I have. So I don't follow anybody anymore. I'm actually not really on social media that much. As you can see, whether it's from the podcast or even from our teen teachings, I'm very selective when I go on. And that's because 99% of the time, I don't view social media. I, I don't believe it's productive. I think that if you're searching for content or answers, that if you were to do something like a podcast or if you were to pick up a book, that's great. But other than that, looking at somebody else's life or watching someone else's success only just puts you down and it detracts from yours. Um, and that's what I want to talk about. That's the whole message of this entire podcast. And I'm going to sum it up in really a select few sentences before I head off and celebrate my birthday for the day. So I want you to think about this going into the new year. Okay. I want you to think of removing all of your expectations that were given to you by other people, whether it's expectations from your boss, expectations from your parents, expectations from your partner. I want you to remove all of those because those aren't your expectations. They're the expectations that you feel would make other people happy. And if you remove those, you're automatically going to be doing things that make you happy because you're getting to choose. It's so important that you choose the direction in your life. Now, that being said, the second piece of this is going to be, don't be afraid to take your time, to take your time with your health, to take your time with building your business, to take your time with the acquisition of your first home or going into a relationship. There's so many people who have been put into this place where they're conditioned that they must receive everything or do everything now. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work for weight loss. It doesn't work for balancing your hormones. It doesn't help with reducing inflammation. It doesn't get you money any quicker. The only thing that impatience gets you is frustration, anxiety, depression, because you're not going to see a result quick. And whenever you are searching for quick results in your life, or whenever you're just being reactive and you are going with the flow, just trying to put out fire after fire, you lose enjoyment, you lose passion, and you lose love, and you lose excitement. Joy, passion, 
love, and excitement is how you're supposed to lead every single day in your entire life. And it took me an entire year to learn that. And as someone in my age, it's almost sheepishly embarrassing because I look at that and I go, how is it that at 31, it took me close to 30 years and really a full year of doing the things I love and spending time with people who are most important to me to really realize, wow, that's where your excitement went. And that's so important. So if anything, coming the new year, I want you to remove everyone's expectations and set your own. What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your life? What are your health goals? Why are those your goals? How are you going to focus on them? If it's weight loss, amazing. If it's working on your sleep, great. If it's Working with your doctor to just get any issues addressed, awesome. That's fine. But set that goal and make it your own goal. And then next, you have to do things that excite you, that fill you with joy, that fill you with love. You've got to remove that negativity. If you're building a business and you're not loving what you're doing, do something else. Don't build a business that just makes you money. Because you can make money is literally everywhere. Just like results, accessibility, lifestyle change, it's literally everywhere. People who look for possibilities find them. People who don't look for possibilities don't find them. And that's that's what it is. So the, the mindset piece is very, very important because everything that I have done that has contributed to my success over this year, and when people look at me and they go, wow, look at how much you've done. It looks perfect to other people because I'm enjoying the entire process. And all perfection is, is laughter, love, and joy just while making mistakes. I've made a thousand and one mistakes through this entire year. However, it's all worked out because I enjoy myself and I love it. Thank you guys so much for listening and uh, happy new year. Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site? We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Tea and Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, It'll say fit for all beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.